Welcome to the Simplifying Jesus Podcast, where we're breaking barriers through communication. I'm Bill Allen, and this is the uh, infamous Matt Gunter. <laughs> infamous. <laughs> infamous. I don't know how I feel uh, about that. Yeah, you know, we're a few episodes in. You've already uh, made a name for yourself. This is true. We're, we are alive out there in the podcast <laughs> world. This is a special episode 7.5. Uh, first time we've uh, done an interjection like this, and we're going to we're gonna see what happens, but uh, you know, it's a, it's a special case. Yeah, so a little bit of a look behind the curtain here at Simplify Jesus. We uh, typically, we, re- we record episodes a good bit in advance, a couple of months usually, um, at least for season one, and, and we're currently recording season two uh, as, as of this recording, I guess. And yeah. we were uh, getting ready to release episode seven. We've got episode six out there. And we both felt a big time challenge uh, of a message that needs to get out to the church and a message that needs to get out just in general. Um, and that is that we've been living in, in a weird space for the last year and a half now with the pandemic, with, uh, with COVID. And it's been, it's been funky for everybody in every way. Life completely shut down for a while. We're all familiar with that. But we're on the back end of that society's opening up and we need to have real conversation about getting back into church. And so that's what we're here to do today is to talk about why it's important to get back into church. Yeah. The numbers, you know, uh, it's not all about the numbers, but we've just noticed that in church, um, at least in our church, and I think it's all over the place. I mean, say it's pretty widespread. Yeah, Yeah. You know, it's easy to get, um, conditioned to, being able to watch church on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I think this gave most churches an opportunity to be able to uh, figure out the new technology mm-hmm. and how to use Zoom for Sunday school classes right. um, and how to use uh, um, their you know Facebook Live to, mm-hmm. to put out their uh, uh, videos. Yeah. I think that might have made a bunch of people complacent and, yeah, and, sure. and it made a bunch of people say, you know what, I don't have to go to church. I can watch it on, on my TV. I can watch it on my phone. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just like we've said in the past, you know, church is a really good place to be to uh, hear the word and, and no, you can, you can worship in a deer blind, you can worship on the lake, whatever. Sure. But the question is, do you, mm-hmm. if you're not going to church, are you actually worshiping? Are you actually cracking open your Bible? Are yeah. you looking at the online um, representation of church, if you will, right? and seeing it for five minutes and then getting distracted by everything else going on in your yeah. house? Yeah. Um, I know when we're sitting at home, uh, when we're sick or something and we stay home and we don't, um, we're not able to attend church live, mm-hmm. we don't make our kids watch church from home they're too distracted by everything in the house yeah um and distracting at that and distracting and that's the thing if they're in their rooms and they're reading a book or they're playing on their kindles or their Mm -hmm. ipads or whatever they've got um they're going to come to us with questions they're Mm going to they don't they don't understand we're at home Mm -hmm. but i still need to be quiet yeah i I still need to be um paying attention Mm -hmm. letting us focus on what we're trying to do so anyway that's my long rant on (laughs) on uh you know how complacency can can kind of kick in yeah and so uh we're gonna do this episode a little bit different than normal and we're actually gonna start with how we normally finish which is the outside looking inside looking out changing things up all over the place today (laughs) y'all don't get confused out there uh so 
I want to say this. I've never been much of a disciplined person. Um, <laughs> I've been divorced. You know, it takes discipline to, to mm-hmm. keep a marriage together. I'm out of shape even today. I'm trying to get better at that. I'm a, I, I guess you could say uh, a recovering alcoholic. Um, I haven't done the 12-step plan or anything. I've kind of been able to, no. It's like time travel. <laughs> what episode did we say this in? Was it... <laughs> Coming up in episode two, or is it the last episode? Anyway, um, I um, you'll hear us say that you uh, sometimes pull yourself up by the bootstraps, yeah, and and yeah. Uh, um, feel like you have to do it all on your own. And I've done a lot of it on my own mm-hmm. up until now. And uh, you know, I was a heavy smoker. Mm-hmm. I finally quit doing that. That took some serious discipline. I'm a musician. I'm a drummer. I play a little guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, I I but I didn't practice my craft enough in order to go out on the road with you know a seriously professional band yeah um that takes discipline Mm -hmm. to to do all that rehearsal time and i've let a lot of other things take uh, that take discipline to to slip away or to control me Mm -hmm. um so you know like marriage like working out like eating right um those are all things that take discipline and church is one of those things we think um this is a conversation we've had multiple times yeah and we decided we need to talk about this because it is too easy to fall away when you decide you know what i think i'm gonna go to the lake on sunday morning or Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go deer hunting or i'm gonna go yeah uh, hang out with uh you know whatever friends family it's too easy to you got to get back in the habit of doing it almost and uh nobody said it was going to be easy but Following Jesus as a discipline. Yeah. So in order to do any of those things that we've mentioned, it's a lifestyle change. Right. And we have to we have to be disciplined to make those changes. Absolutely. You know, and it's it's all about fighting complacency and being disciplined enough to go. And and so from the inside looking out, the reason that we need to have that discipline is because that's how we grow our faith. We grow our faith together. It's not about the rules. We've talked about that a good bit, that our faith and our our belief in Jesus isn't about the rules. And and that's up to and including going to church. That's not what it's about. However, if we want to legitimately grow our faith and grow that relationship with Christ that we started at salvation, going to church is part of that. We can't do it on our own. You're not going to be effective on your own. Um, Like you mentioned, how often are you really reading your Bible if you're not in church on Sunday? How often are you worshiping if you're not there? Uh, how often are you getting with other people and having um, fellowship and whatnot if you're not there? And, you know, we, so anyway, you're getting a little bit of a look into our conversations we've had so many times <laughs> recently. Uh, but, but that's what it's all about. That's how we grow that relationship. And, and as society is starting to open up post COVID, you know, this is that call to action of, Hey, we need to get back into church. And, and that if we're, if we're going back to normal and our jobs and going to the grocery store and going on vacations and all that other stuff, the discipline of being in church, studying and growing together, needs to be part of that. It needs to, it needs to come back. Yeah. If you're, if you're going to the lake, if you're going to the uh, movie theaters, if you're going to all mm-hmm. these places where people are gathering, why not go to church? Yeah. Why not um, be with, you know, your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ? Um, 
if you have a serious health issue and you're still worried about COVID, we get right. that. Absolutely. We're not trying to say, you know, quit being a wimp and get your butt in church. No, that's <laughs> no, not no, what no, we're no. trying to say no. um, at all. But uh, if you don't have a legitimate reason for not going, why aren't you? And and I'll just say for myself, like, so so Bill and I, because we work with technology and sound and stuff, we never really stopped going. Uh, because we were there running the live stream and all that stuff. Right. So so we had a little bit of a leg up um, in, in that the discipline never went away because we just never stopped. But mm-hmm. um, going to work there for a while because, you know, most people were working from home, but I was going in to kind of take care of things and whatnot. There was a period there where get in a little bit late, nah, whatever, it's fine. Leave early, nobody's here, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. right? Like that complacency and I didn't have the discipline of no, this is, this is my job. This is what I need to do. This is, I get paid to be here. Right. And, and so I lost that discipline and, and the, the accountability of being there and doing what I'm supposed to do. And for a lot of people, church has been the same way and it, and it's completely understandable. You know, we're not here to, you know, condemn anybody or, you know, shame on you or anything like that. Um, but, but it's time. I think I can tell you one discipline people have foregone mm-hmm. since COVID. That's probably wearing pants. <laughs> I don't you know. <laughs> At least something other than sweatpants. Right, right. You know. Uh, so anyway. So, uh, Bill, we've talked about kind of high level this story before, but when Emily was first trying to get you to go to church, uh, you challenged her and said, well, where in the Bible does it say to go to church? I did. And, uh, and there's, there's kind of a cool story that came out of that, that inspired this episode. Well, gather around children. Let me tell you a story. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, there is a, that is a very, uh, very cool story because, and I think I've mentioned it before in other episodes, but you know, Emily came to me wanting to go to church. Remember y'all, y'all who've listened to us before she, she grew up in the church. I did not. And she came to me wanting to start going to church after we had our daughter. And I told her, tell me where in the Bible that it says we should go to church. And, uh, the next day, something like that sometime during that week, she brought me a page full of scripture references that Hmm. said, this is where it says you should go to church. In, in one way or another. So I skimmed through it. I was like, okay, I believe you. Um, but we started going to church and, you know, it's, uh, there's stories that go along with that, but it's, you know, obviously been the best thing that's ever happened to me yeah. outside of marriage and my kids. Um, and of course meeting you, Matt, I mean, you know, that's up there. Um, Somewhere but, <laughs> like a one, a one B situation, <laughs> but, um, we, um, kind of hold on to those verses now even through that. And, and, and as Matt and I were talking through this, um, this was one of the things that, that we felt like was good to bring up was that there are so many scriptures that say you need to be in church. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to, um, reference a few of those just yeah. to remind everybody. Now, now remember for those of you who may have never been to church or don't see the point in church, you know, listen to some of our other episodes, first of all, but, um, we're not necessarily talking to you this time. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're talking to the people who have spent most of their time in church, or you know, going to church on mm-hmm. Sundays, um, and then when COVID hit and they couldn't go to church anymore, they still haven't returned. Yeah, and it's not for health reasons; it's not mm-hmm. for anything other than they got complacent or yeah. uh, just—I um, don't want to say it, but I will—got lazy. Yeah, 
another you know another way to look at it um it's easy to sit at home and uh um for those of you who are saying wow you're calling me out well yeah, a little kind bit. of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, and and it's the reason that we're doing this is because we, <laughs> in a very brotherly way, we love you guys. Yeah, we want you to come back. We want you to come back and be part of the fellowship, and we don't want you to miss out yeah. on on the good things that come from that. And um, you know, as, as when when things shut down and we were just doing the live stream up there. There was a lot of church community and stuff that we missed for a long time oh, but yeah. until it came back and so as people started come back it's like yes finally we have people <laughs> here um and so that's you know because we want to have that community with you guys and and in your local communities uh, your churches want to have that this is this is the challenge to you and so we're going to jump in and it's going to be a whole bunch of verses today so uh, like bill said if you aren't familiar if you're not in the church um, hang around with us, but be sure to check out some of our other episodes as well. Um, because this one's really, uh, it's going to be mostly directed at, uh, people who have been in the church before. Um, so we're going to start out with, um, second Timothy three, 16 through 17 it says all scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, rebuking, correcting for training in righteousness so that the man of God may be complete equipped for every good work. And basically what it's saying is all the verses that we're about to go through are inspired by God. They're good. So that's our, that's our basis for, um, or that's our, that's our backup for this episode being, being a good idea is that all these verses, they're all inspired by God. So we're good. Well, and when you're in church, you hear all of, not these necessarily these verses, but you hear a lot of verses mm -hmm. and they're all inspired by God. Mm -hmm. That's the point of, you know, getting to go and hear the teaching is being in church. Right. Um, and, and, you know, you're getting that teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteous, righteousness, um, so that the man of God may be complete. Mm -hmm. And you're going to hear some now you hear a lot more if you're in church. That's right. Just saying. That's right. If you want to be complete, come on. So the next one that we're going to throw at you is Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. And let us consider one another in order to provoke love and good works. Not go, excuse me, not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other and all the more as you see the day approaching. So this one is one that uh, we, we use a lot for gathering in the church. We've mentioned it in previous episodes, uh, not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing. Whoever wrote Hebrews, which there's debate about that, but we won't get into that. Uh, whoever wrote Hebrews, he's saying, look, if there's one thing you're going to do, encourage each other and get together and be face to face, have those conversations. Um, we've talked before in, uh, in previous episodes about you really miss something when you're not in the same room. When we went to zoom Bible studies, you lose community. Now it's great that we did that because it was the best option we had at the time, but when you're not face to face, when you're, when you can't be in the same room and you can't read those cues and, and I mean, just be there to you know, give a handshake or a hug or whatever you lose, you lose some of the camaraderie, you lose some of that fellowship. And, and, the, and this first points to that, that it's important to gather together and to be together. 
Matthew 18, 20 says, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there among them. Now, we've said it before. We can talk to God anytime we want to. We can read scripture. We can hear him speak to us through scripture. Um, but as you just said, you know, through the handshakes, the hugs, mm-hmm. you know, when we come together, God unites us, mm-hmm. um, you know, and he's there. Um in our midst. He's here. I mean, um, he's there where you are right now. But I think when you're there for the purpose of acknowledging and and worshiping and seeking his face, mm-hmm. as the Bible says you are to do, um, it's so much easier to actually feel his presence. Yeah, absolutely. And And collectively, you grow so much more because you are united when you're talking about the vision and the direction of the church or in your own personal life and how people can come around you, you're united because you're there. Mm-hmm. And, and when you're there and you're all worshiping God together and you have those cool spiritual moments where you can feel literally feel God's presence in the room, you can't replicate that on your right. own. You can't replicate that over a live stream. That's something you can only experience together. So uh, the next verse is Exodus 28 says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Yeah, this one, it's one of the 10 commandments, um, but it's probably one that most of us have not done a good job of keeping. Uh, So the Sabbath day, in in case you're not aware, when God created the earth, um, it says he created the earth in six days and on the seventh day he rested. And that's what led to the modern seven day week. Um, And in the Jewish calendar, it was the same way. And the Sabbath day, it started on what we would consider Saturday night. And from then until Sunday evening was the Sabbath and you rested. You couldn't do any work. It was it was a, literally against the law to work on the Sabbath. And you went to the temple and you worshiped. What God's direction in here is don't forget about the Sabbath. Don't forget about the need to rest. And don't forget about the need to go to the temple to worship together. Keep it holy. Keep that as important. And and the word holy, it literally means set apart. So keep that day that is for God set apart in your life. The Jewish people and the Pharisees, the Sadducees, you Mm -hmm. know, they said on the Sabbath day, you're not allowed to do any work. You mentioned that. You you can't even pick up your mat and walk with right. it, right? That's yeah. that's moving, and I want to I want to remind everybody that that's not what we're saying here. Mm-hmm. Um, right, we're not saying it's against the law now to to work on the Sabbath, no. but when you when you read through the Bible, yes, there are rules. Mm-hmm. They're not laws like the Pharisees said, right. but they are good for us. Yeah. Keeping one day a week set apart to worship, mm-hmm. to rest, mm-hmm. um, as God did, as, as his example of resting mm-hmm. on one day a week, that's healthy for us yeah. to recharge for the following week. And yeah. what better way to recharge than to go in, hear a good word from God, mm-hmm. and be with your friends and family. Mm-hmm. Rest the rest of the day, have your lunch, have your dinner, whatever that looks like. We mm-hmm. like to go to the river and sit in the river on Sunday yeah. afternoon, you know, just mm-hmm. rest. Yeah. And be recharged for the for the next for mm-hmm. the rest of the week. Yeah. For the following week to come. Um that is good for you. It's not a rule, it's not a hard and fast you must do this or you're mm-hmm. going to hell or anything like that. It's just it's good for you. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the next verse up is Romans ten seventeen it says, so faith comes from what is heard and what is heard comes from the message comes through the message about Christ. So you need to listen or read your Bible regularly. Now you version is a great app for mm-hmm. it. Um, you can listen to the Bible read to you, mm-hmm. um, even with sound effects in some of them. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Thunder and lightning and wind. No, you can't hear lightning, but I guess you can hear it crack. I don't know. But anyway, um, it's uh, it's a really cool app that that um, gives you all kinds of access to the Bible. Yeah. Uh, it's free, and mm-hmm. it's available all over the world. So, one, there's no excuses. Yeah, um, right. uh, even if you're busy working in your shop or whatever, you can still listen to your Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I've got to get better about that because mm-hmm. there's no excuses. <laughs> um I do try to read my Bible every morning and, 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 you know, I, I do go to church on Sunday. Um, but it wasn't until recently I said, I got to get better about reading my Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I think we'll talk about that. And again, time travel, y'all. We'll talk <laughs> about that in season two. Um, stick around, <laughs> stick around. But, um, uh, it's also important to hear it taught yeah. because you can read it all day long. Um, and you're gonna, you're gonna hear what God has to say through it. And you're going to hear your own interpretation. Right. Um, but the Bible can be interpreted so many different ways. Mm-hmm. It can be interpre- interpreted improperly so many different ways. It is really good to hear from a pastor you trust, mm-hmm. who you know has gone to seminary, studied yeah. this, uh, you know, has a good understanding of what the original intention was. Yep. But of course, uh, do your own research mm-hmm. and find out for yourself what it actually means. Mm-hmm. And apply it to your own life. Whatever the message is that comes through, uh, make sure and apply it to yourself. You know, because pastors are, you know, they still have their own perspective, their own view. And so what it means to them could be something very different from what that passage means to you, which is one of the cool things, a little side note about scripture. One of the cool things about it is you can read the same verse daily, the same passage daily and get Mm -hmm. something different out of it, depending on what's going on in your life that day. So just another encouragement to, uh, to be in the word consistently. Another reason it's called the living word. That's right. And, but, but there really is something different about hearing it from a pastor who studied it, prayed over it, you know, put a week or more time into a sermon about it. That's, you can't replace that. Right. Um, so that's, that's huge, uh, and, and growing your faith. Absolutely. Proverbs twenty seven seventeen says, iron sharpens iron, and one person sharpens another. Um, as men, we use this one a lot because, you know, we, we are able to hold each other accountable, um, teach each other new things, uh, learn from each other. Um, we, in, you know, men's Bible studies, we especially use this a lot when mm-hmm. we're talking about um, really around accountability. Yeah. That's the big thing, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we need to think about it like this, uh, and this even applies to the ladies. Um, you know, for for everybody, the fad diets that come around regularly, somebody's always got a new one, um, <laughs> they don't last, typically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, working out once a month doesn't do anything for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you literally have to change your lifestyle to get healthy. Yeah. And for the church where that's concerned, um, that is a spiritual health. Mm-hmm. We have to, we have to stay, um, again, we're going to use that word, uh, disciplined mm-hmm. to 
continue on and to make it a lifestyle change yeah. and not just something that you're going to try for a while and then give it up. Right. And the key to making those kind of lifestyle changes is doing life together. And mm -hmm. that's what that verse points back to is that as iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. When you do life together, you can hold each other accountable. So even if it is the latest and greatest fad diet, if you're doing it with somebody else, you're more likely to stick to it. Yeah. If you uh, are trying to work out, you're a whole lot more likely to get out there and do it more than once a month if you've got a partner or if you've got somebody you're going to talk to about it that you know if you missed your workout this morning, you're going to have to tell them later on. It's the same thing in our discipline of going to church and in just not just going to church, but just accountability in general is we need to have those kind of relationships to grow in our faith and going again, how do we have that relationship if we know, if we don't see each other, if we're not with each other, Yeah, we've got to have, we've got to have that together. Earlier in the conversation you were talking about, um, we were talking about just, um, uh, you know, getting complacent um, yeah. with watching videos and stuff like that and, and bringing that up, bringing the health aspect of it up. You know, I've been doing physical therapy lately for mm. tennis elbow. Yeah. Um, if you've never had it, it sucks. Y'all. Um, <laughs> don't get it now. You don't want it. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I took a, a series of trips, uh, over the last few months, mm -hmm. um, vacation work, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. different, different reasons. Um, and in doing that, I got out of doing my exercises oh, that my physical yeah. therapist wanted me to do. Mm -hmm. It took a lot of discipline to get mm -hmm. back into it. Yeah. And, and it wasn't until this week when I really started getting back into it. And it's so interesting to me that I know it's good for me. Mm -hmm. I know doing all these stretches and exercises and working out is good for me. I feel better after I do it. Yeah. But getting started, mm -hmm. that's horrible <laughs> sometimes, yep. you know. Yep. Uh, so um, it's it's just so interesting to me how we know that we are better for all mm -hmm. of the habits that we form. Yeah. Um, we are, we do better when we eat right. We feel better. Mm -hmm. um, but you know what? That big old bowl of ice cream or that big old <laughs> bowl of cereal looks really good. It does. And um, you just, you just got to keep it up. And, and I'm going to see how many times we can say discipline in this episode. <laughs> but um, But that's what it's all about. It's all about discipline. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, so the next verse on our list is first Corinthians 12, 12 for just as the body is one and has many parts and all the parts of that body, though many are one body. So also is Christ. That wasn't confusing at all. No, not at all. So, <laughs> so let me break it down. <laughs> Basically what that verse says is we are all individuals within the church. We all have our role to play. We all have our part. Uh, we talked about that a good bit in episode seven because we all have our roles to play, we all need to be there for it to be fully functioning body, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So I can attest to this a little bit. Um, I used to wear contacts a lot and uh, driving down the road, never failed. There would be uh, one contact that dried out a little bit. And so all of a sudden I couldn't see as well out of that eye. And now my depth perception is off and now I'm you know, feeling a little bit less sure of where I'm going and all of that just you know just that one little part of the body being off and now i'm having trouble doing what i need to do mm -hmm. um you know we used the example in episode seven of your big toe you never think about it until you stub it <laughs> and now all of a sudden you're a little bit off balance and you, and you can't handle it right it's the same way in the church 
we all have a role to play. We are all supposed to be part of it. And when somebody's not there, it doesn't function as well as it could. And, and it's missing something. And so, you know, for, for you guys listening, when you're not there, I'm just going to tell you, we miss you. We're, we're missing a piece of the church that's supposed to be there. And it, it won't function. The local church and the big C church uh, will not function as well as it could if not everybody's there and being a part of it. Yeah. And, you know, on that note, you may not even think, oh, they weren't, no, they're not going to miss me. I'm just one person in this big old church of 100 people or 1,000 people or, or however many it might be. Yep. Um, but I think you'd be surprised to know that as just one person in the church, you're missed. And it doesn't even matter if you serve in any capacity. Hmm. It's not even that, oh, no, our sound guy's not here. Oh, right. no, our children's minister's not here. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, our our uh, our worship pastor's not here. Mm-hmm. Somebody can fill the role. Yeah. But as a person, when you get used to seeing people day in, and, or, mm-hmm. you know, at least once a week, I see, Matt, I see you more than I see my biological family. I think I've said <laughs> that in other episodes, too. Uh, but uh, when you get used to seeing people on a regular basis and, you know, oh, I can't wait to see so-and-so on Sunday mm-hmm. so we can catch up, you know, and then you're not there. Well, mm-hmm. that's... Um, you miss it. You miss that person and, and um, sending a text or a phone call just isn't the same thing. It's not. Absolutely not. Absolutely Oh, not. and by the way, I have tennis elbows, so I kind of relate to that uh, missing part of the body <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, especially in your, in, in your line of work with balloons. It, yeah. uh, that, that really can slow you down. Makes it a little hard sometimes. Yeah. So uh, the next verse, Hebrews 3.13, but encourage each other daily while it is still called today so that none of you is hardened by sin's deception. So don't put off going back to church, you know, as we just said, oh, we'll be there next Sunday or, you know, um, oh, they'll never miss me. Um, Sometimes, as we just said, somebody might need that your kind of encouragement. Um, Somebody might have been thinking about you. Um, But, you know, if you... If you say, I'll be there next Sunday, something else might happen. Something might come up and you may not, you may, may not make mm-hmm. it that next Sunday. No. Um, or again, you'll get in the habit and Sundays just may not become a priority like they right. were. Here's that word again, but you need to do it today mm-hmm. so that you can begin building those uh, good disciplines mm-hmm. now. You know, I heard an interesting thing, and and I've definitely experienced it, that it takes uh, 30 days to make a good habit and to, to make yourself do something consistently. It takes one day to break it. Mm-hmm. And so even if you're consistently in church, don't let that first Sunday come where you say, I don't know, I don't think I'm going to make it today. You'll break the habit. Mm-hmm. And so it's important. He says, you know, while uh, encourage each other daily while it is still today, what he's saying is, don't let the sun go down without encouraging each other. Mm-hmm. And the same thing for, for getting back in church. Don't let the sun go down and miss a Sunday because what uh, just wasn't feeling it today. And it's important to get in there because you'll because if you break the habit, it'll be tough to go back. So I'm actually going to push back on that just a little bit because I think the jury's still out. Um, I've heard 70 days to create a habit. Oh, um, that's a long time. And actually, I've heard 71 to be exact. <laughs> Um, a couple different that's, books, but that's a very exact number. <laughs> it is. It is. I was kind of surprised by that, but, um, but anyway, I, I'll give you your 30. I'll give yeah, you 30. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather try it for 30 than 70 anyway. 30s for the easy stuff. That, that's for the, that, that's for the faint at heart like me. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I, I can only, I can only commit to 30 the first time. There you go. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Um, 
so uh so the next first up is hebrews 2 11 through 13 it says for the one who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one father that is why jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters saying i will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters and i will sing hymns to you in the congregation again i will trust in him and again here i am with the children god gave me so the point here is that we're all brothers and sisters in christ and if you've got siblings, you may like them, you may not. I happen to like my brothers. I know a lot of people who don't like their brothers and sisters. It's a thing. However, we are all brothers and sisters, and we're all family. And just like we talked about with the family ranch, you got to come together as a family. You got to be you be together, even if you know things are you know strenuous or strained, or you're not real happy or whatever. Ultimately, as a family, you got to come back together. And church is where we do that. So just to kind of expand on that, the importance of uh, being together and, and staying connected. I've, uh, in my young adult life, I've moved around a, a decent bit. I spent four years at A&M after I graduated from high school. And then I moved to Louisiana for about a year. Uh, moved to Houston, lived there for four years. Then eventually moved out here to New Braunfels. And I moved around jobs a couple of times since I've been here over the last three years or so. And something that I recently really recognized, especially as we were having these conversations, is that the more I moved around, I would make connections with people. You know, you're somewhere for a year or a couple of years. You you connect with people and get to know them and whatnot. But people that I thought I would stay connected to after I left, I haven't. And I haven't heard from, you know, some of those guys in Louisiana, you know, I went offshore oil and gas with them and, you know, sleeping in the same rooms on bunk beds and that kind of stuff. And, you know, you, you spend, you're spending a lot of time with these guys. Um, you know, people in Houston travel to Africa with, and you know, you, you make these relationships and you have friends and whatnot. But when I stopped seeing them regularly, all of a sudden there's not a much of a relationship there anymore. Um, and it's not that, that, that the friendship was superficial. It's not that, it was just a surface level when it was convenient kind of thing. So when you're not there together, that relationship doesn't grow. And it's the same thing in the church. When you're not there, your relationship with the other believers, your your brothers and sisters, so to speak, um, isn't going to grow. And also your relationship with Christ isn't growing because how we grow that vertical relationship between us and God is by being in community with one another and so just a personal experience and a very very you know worldly you know worldly example i guess of of me moving around and losing those connections it's the same way in the church if you're not there those connections aren't going to be the same and we've experienced that with uh different people that we're connected to that something something's just different all of a sudden and it's the fact that we don't see each other regularly you know, yeah. just like marriage. If I, if I didn't <laughs> see my wife very often, then, um, you know, things, we would probably start pulling apart and yeah. that wouldn't be a good situation. So, right. um, you know, guys, we get it. COVID was scary. COVID is scary to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, it is still around a bit, but you know, things are opening up more so than they have in the last year and a half. Um, you're going to the stores, you're probably not wearing a mask anymore unless places are forcing you to mm-hmm. um you may or may not have gotten vaccinated whether you have or not if you're going to all these other places why not church why aren't, yeah. why aren't you um if you're not afraid to go around people in a grocery store 
why wouldn't you go sit next to your brothers and sisters in church? That's right. As you said earlier, Matt, I didn't lose the discipline because we were there. We right. never stopped going. Right. There were five people in the church, um, the pastor, the tech crew, and... The worship pastor. The worship pastor. Yeah. That was about it. Mm-hmm. And we were still streaming the, the service, um, but that kept our discipline up. So yeah. um, I could imagine that if I wasn't serving as much in the church as I was, mm-hmm. or as I am, then the discipline might have gotten mm-hmm. away from me too. It would have been really easy to to go through that of, well, I'm going to watch the live stream and, oh, well, I'll watch the replay of the live stream later and all of a sudden that time on Sunday morning isn't set aside anymore because that's a time you can go do whatever else. And mm-hmm. so the discipline goes away. Nobody's going to judge you if you're on your phone while you're watching the live stream. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I've got two screens of live stream going on here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's all. And, <laughs> and, and to just reiterate your point, like we do understand that COVID was this big unknown thing that we didn't understand. And, and it's something that we had to be, very careful with and cautious with, especially if you've got other health stuff going on, you got to do what's best for you. But, but the call is to get back. And so we've got one last verse, um, that we're going to use as our invitation, uh, in this episode. And it, it's Matthew 16, 15 through 18 says, but you, he asked them, who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus responded, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter and on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. So let me start with the kind of the normal invitation part. Simon Peter says, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. That's where salvation starts is acknowledging who Jesus is. And if you haven't, if you haven't done that yet, if you've got questions about that, um, encourage you to listen to past episodes and, and hear a little more about salvation. We break it down a little more, go to your local church, check it out. Um, or send us a note info at simplifyjesus.com. We'd love to get you some material on that. So that's kind of the base level of what we're talking about in this invitation today, but we've got a little bit more for, for the Christians listening, um, a little bit more of a call to action coming out of this. So the promise that we have from Jesus as a church is that the church will not be overpowered. But I think for us to experience this victory, we have to do life together. Um, As a church, we can't just try to do everything on our own. Mm -hmm. And um, that's how we grow our faith and our relationship with Jesus. And that's all together. Um, That's the victory that he has promised us. yeah, and and so that that that's what it's all about is you got the salvation piece and then when you accept Christ you become part of the church and and this is the victory that we have. Hades will not overpower it. We know that we're going to win in the end. Um not that this is a not that this is a game. Uh we're <laughs> but 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 we but we know the outcome. Right. We we know the outcome how the story ends. And so that's the promise that we hold to. So Guys, just one one last call. If you're a Christian, you got complacent about going to church, totally understand. But let's get back in there. COVID's not over, but society's opening back up. Mm-hmm. And you can't live in fear. Can't live in complacency. We got to get back to church. 
You make a good point. As Christians, we're not supposed to worry mm-hmm. about things. Um, God's got it under control. Mm-hmm. Obviously, be safe about your health. We're yeah. not saying, uh, you know, go in, guns blazing, mm-hmm. not a care in the world. But we got to start getting back into church and, and being the church. Yeah, absolutely. As a, as a group. Absolutely. We want to thank you guys for joining us on this special episode. It's the first time we've done a .5 episode. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, as it as we feel the need, we might throw in a, an extra one there. We yeah. plan out our seasons in advance, but sometimes uh, God just tells us, hey, you need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're not going to wait for months uh, to do mm-hmm. it. So, um your regularly scheduled programming of uh, episode eight will be next week. Yep. And as of as of right now, uh, we hope you enjoyed this one. Yeah, absolutely. We are always looking for feedback. Shoot us a comment below, uh, and check us out on all of our social media. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. We've got our website, www.simplifyjesus.com. And of course, we would always love to hear from you. Uh, Shoot us an email at info at simplifyjesus.com. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you have a great week.